This is the CompuSchmooze podcast, episode number 34, for Wednesday, October 14th, 2015. We live in a technology-dependent business world. Access to data and software can be interrupted by either a temporary power shortage or a full-scale disaster, and that means the ability to conduct business is also disrupted. Welcome to the CompuSchmooze podcast. I'm Steve Lubetkin, your podcast host. I'm the CompuSchmooze columnist at the Jewish Community Voice of Southern New Jersey. Our publication is found at jewishvoicesnj.org. In an age where data is king, the idea that it can be lost so easily should be enough to make businesses want to take some steps to protect it. The good news is that advances like cloud computing are changing the way mission-critical information is stored and accessed, and business continuity is becoming increasingly available to businesses of all sizes. Michael Mullen is the president of Integrated Business Systems in Totowa, New Jersey. His technology career spans more than two decades, and he spoke with us from his office in Totowa about some of the things that businesses should be keeping in mind as they prepare for business continuity in the face of a disaster or an unexpected disruption. You talk about uh, the, the kinds of things that people need to think about in terms of business continuity, and um, we have all had the experience recently of uh, things going wrong and realizing how dependent we are on technology here in my uh, newsroom based in South Jersey um, back in June, I guess we had a serious summer storm sweep through uh, Southern New Jersey and the power was out for uh, almost four days. And that, that creates all kinds of challenges. Um, what are some of the things that you look at for business continuity? Uh, that was more residential continuity, even though I work uh, my business out of my home. Um, what are some of the things that people need to be thinking about uh, if if they have you know a failure? Well, I think you know as as we you know as I think we all know the the longer a business goes without being able to get back on their feet, the more likely it is they're never going to get back on their feet. Right? Um, and I think we saw it after Sandy. Lots of businesses that weren't prepared never came back. Uh, just because they just didn't have their their records, they didn't have their customer list, they didn't have the things they need to sustain their business. And I think the technology has gotten to the point today that even a small to mid-sized business can put in place a a continuity plan that that protects them from from a disaster, you know, from any any kind of disaster. The cost of doing of moving your email to a hosted provider of exchange is minimal. Um, you know, you're probably looking at, you know, four to $5 per mailbox per month. That takes the, the onus of having to operate an exchange server and how you get your email uh, and moves it to that hosted provider who has, you know, data centers all over the country and all over the world. And, you know, one hiccup in a data center, it doesn't matter that you, you move to right to the next data center. So you can get your email from anywhere that you can get, you know, any device to. So be it your laptop, your your mobile phone, or your you know your pad, you can you can still get your email and still function. Today's business is difficult to operate without having email. Uh, even in my little business, when we have uh, when email goes, when, you know, email used to go down. People would kind of look at each other, waiting for email to come up, and it was you know it was hard to do the business without having a way to communicate, and so much of our communication is done today through through email. 
think as we said in the article, I looked at you, having a, a point of recovery that you can go back to and, and reestablish your, uh, your data uh, in a relatively quick manner. Because not every business has to be real time, right? It has to be real enough time. Uh, so you don't have to be, if my server goes down in my office, boy, I better be able to switch to my replicated server in the in the colo facility because you know, my business will die because of it. It's probably not the case. If it took three or four hours or even a day to get back up in a, in another facility, that's probably okay for most most businesses. Uh, but knowing what that what that plan is, I think, is uh, what is ultimately important. And is analyzing how long can I be without having my systems. And, and putting in a place a replication, backup, and recovery system that will meet your needs. Uh, we've had lots of customers recently go from a hosted facility, you know, their servers out there in their own location, and doing daily backups of tapes and taking the tapes off site once a week. And you know, usually in the backseat of the car, they go through the summer and they melt, but. Um, Basically saying, listen, we can we can put a we can replicate your servers up to a spot in the co-location facility for a minimal amount of money. You know, there's uh, some setup fees and you know some monthly fees, but it's with the clouds with cloud offerings say it's pretty minimal. Uh, and have a server that if your server was to go down, we could switch to in a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, and everyone can be right where they were. Uh, in addition, doing a a disk-to-disk cloud backup service on a daily basis instead of worrying about tapes every all the time. Uh, again, it's, a, it's some, a, some minimal amount of setup time and a minimal monthly fee, depending on how much volume you have. But you can have uh, you can be restored from uh, from that cloud server you know, relatively quickly. And I think the one thing that small businesses need to always remember that even if they have replication within the cloud, they still need to have a point-in-time backup system um, because if, they've got to remember that the server is being replicated. So if I do something I didn't mean to do on my production server, it immediately happens in the colo on that replicated server. So if I deleted a file and four days later I wanted that file back, the place to go get it is that is that point-to-point the cloud backup system, not my replicated server, because my replicated server looks just like my production server. The uh, the technologies and the physical um, equipment that people use, the costs have continued to decline, and most organizations realize they can do this sort of thing uh, relatively cost-effectively. The piece that sometimes gets short shrift is the um, the planning the writing of a of a continuity plan and the rehearsal of the continuity plan. Often the plan is written and it goes in a binder on everybody's shelf. Yeah, everybody's got one up on their shelf with that dust on it. You're right. Yeah, and, and then when the time comes to open it up and start activating it, um, phone numbers are out of date, um, names and titles and responsibilities are out of date. How do you how do you plan for that? Well I think people should should as they go through budgeting and planning for you know their financial year should include in that process the continuity planning as as part of that process so at least once a year you look at that plan and say are the right people here is the right process here 
you know, who's, who decides we go to, replicated, go to the replicated servers? When do they decide? How do they communicate that? All that stuff's important, and it needs to be, there needs to be a plan involved to do that. The other piece is then testing the plan, saying, you know what, we're going to, we're going to have a mock rehearsal someday in the next two weeks, and one day have that, have that rehearsal happen, where the email goes off, Everybody is told to repoint their computers and go to the co-location facility and log into the co-location facility to make sure everyone knows uh, that we can communicate that and that they know how to do it. Uh, uh, and any, any hiccups that occur, you can kind of figure out how do I, how do I rectify that so if a real disaster occurs, everybody knows what to do. Uh, and then to test the data portions of it uh, at least twice a year, if not once a quarter, uh, backups should be tested to make sure the backups are are uh, are restorable. Um, that you can say, I want to, you know, I need to restore a group of files from 10 days ago, and go get those files and restore them, and, and see them, um, you know, recreated on uh, on, a, uh, on a server or on a desktop somewhere. The the one other thing that comes to mind as a um, an item that sometimes gets neglected, although increasingly people are very concerned about, and that is data security. How important is it for companies to plan uh, for data security in these cloud backups, like encryption and, and other protections? Every, all data should be, should be passed across the lines in an encrypted format. I mean, there, um, it is, we hear about the, the breaches that occur that are, are at Home Depot and Target and the IRS and the, you know the, and Ashley Madison and these big things that make the news. Thousands of things are breached every day in small in small and mid-sized businesses that we never hear about, and you're never going to know you were breached. Um, data should only you should um, security should be utmost in every small business's mind, and data should be should be passed across secure lines. Going forward, what do you uh, see? looking out, say, 12 to 18 months in the business continuity space that's going to be important to people? Anything new on the horizon? I don't know if there's anything that I think of off the top of my head that's new. I think more people will will become cognizant that they can do these things, right? That it is, it is not, that it's not, doesn't break the bank to do it. Um, I think there's still a lot, most, again, I'll go back to this SMB sector of the marketplace. Most people still don't know, still need to be uh, educated as to what's available and how would they possibly go about that. Um, talking to businesses, I think they all, we all remember them, you know, for the week after Sandy or any other time we lose our power for multiple days on a, on a, at a time. Uh, but the longer we get away from those disasters, we, you know, we become uh, complacent and don't do anything. Um, and we wish we would have when the next, the next one happens. Uh, so I think I think we'll certainly see more people doing it. Uh, I think we'll find ways to make it. Uh, I think the technology will continue to make it easier to do, uh, faster to do. Companies like ours' job to help these guys understand that it, um, what do they need to do to protect their individual business. Not every business is the same, and it should and they should be. Uh, the plan should be designed to, to protect your business. It sounds great. Michael, thanks very much for taking the time. No problem. Michael Mullen is the president of Integrated Business Systems in Totowa, New Jersey. We hope you enjoyed this program. If you have comments or suggestions, write to me at steve at 
We produce this program in the studios of Professional Podcasts, a division of the Lubetkin Media Companies in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, on the web at beingthemedia.com. For everyone at the Jewish Community Voice and the Lubetkin Media Companies, this is Steve Lubetkin. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you out there on the net. Take good care.